Hold on, hold on. Ready? One, two, three. Hello, Michael. Hey, Kyle. How are you? Not too bad. How are you? I got really close to the mic there. Ooh. <laughs> Very nice. Back, back, back it up. So I've been watching the Jeffrey Dahmer series. Mm-hmm. You've watched it. Are you getting into it? Like, is it at least interesting now? Uh, getting past the first few episodes? Oh, I'm on episode six. And I know we've talked about it on previous podcasts. And I still try to figure out why everybody is so up in arms about it. It's like the dude looks like he has Asperger's. <laughs> and like the dad had all the signs to say, my kid's a fucking fuck up. But you know what I did? What I did like <coughs> when he got caught raping that fucking 15 year old boy, the dad wrote a letter to the judge saying, hey, you know, will you uh, consider sending my son to a rehab because he's an alcoholic, which I think is a little bit more than just being an alcoholic to that. But he could have got some help. Yeah. And they didn't give any help. But that's a typical fucking correctional uh, facility. So they're not really there to fix a the problem. They're just there to house you. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Jail isn't for what it used to be for. Well, not, jail is never what it was meant to be. Yeah. They're, they're not rehabilitating a goddamn thing. Because if they were, then jails and prisons would be out of out of jobs. Yeah. But I, I don't think Dahmer could have been rehabilitated. I think his mind was just so twisted. Was it twisted or was it the fact that he just was slightly mildly retarded? I don't, th- I don't think it was. How mild- accurate do you think that show is? I think this one's pretty accurate. They did, a, they, they've made three movies about Dahmer. I know, I've watched probably two of them. And this, because whoever played Hawkeye was uh, Jeremy Renner, played him at one point. Oh. Back in like the. Mid two thousands, um, but I think this one was pretty accurate. The thing I like about about this series is how it goes into the people around his life and yeah. the victims, their stories, or that neighbor that was always calling the cops. Yeah, and they wouldn't. And the do very shit. first episode, mm-hmm. like, I fucking told you. I don't I told you this white boy crazy. I don't know if you ever smelt a dead body before, but it has a very distinct smell. So like anybody walking past that room, like a decaying body, like they should have been able to smell that and be like, yeah, that's not an animal. Mm-hmm. But like, well, you know, some meat out. Yeah. <laughs> but like straight left some meat out. But like that cop said is like you purposely moved in this in that neighborhood, that low low income housing for a reason, because that was your target was gay black dudes. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't expecting a. Did a. What? Not Al Sharpton. Who's that other big black? Uh, Jesse. Uh, not Jesse the Body Ventura. That's all I can think of. That's. that's <laughs> but that guy. Jesse Jackson. Yeah, I wasn't. I I didn't remember him being involved in I've, the aftermath of it. I haven't gotten that far into it yet. No, in episode six. Oh, okay, I don't. There's like nine, ten episodes. Yeah, ten. But yeah, he shows up to. Because it's all black people. So who's your favorite serial killer then? Since you're into this kind of shit. Mine's Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers Creepers? (laughs) Jeepers Creepers, where'd you get them? The new movie just got released today on iTunes. Oh, really? I might buy it. Why? I found three horror movies on iTunes I want to buy. Oh. The first Jeepers Creepers are pretty stupid. The first one was awesome. I didn't see see the eyes coming at all. you You know what? You know who makes the best horror movies is Rob Zombie. No. Yeah. I hate his movies. 
How, how do you hate a house a thousand corpse? I didn't like it. What was the other one that he made? The the spinoff of that one? Devil's Rejects? Yeah. yeah. And then what was the other one? Now, when he down to Mexico? You can see his wife's titties? I don't know. That was a good one. Thir- the number 32? He, he did something like that. He did something with a movie called 32 or something like yeah. that. Was there down in Mexico in the same people in the Devil's Rejects make their break for it and they get, get found in Mexico <coughs> and they end up just fucking slaying all kinds of people and his wife ends up fucking a dude and killing him and yeah, I don't think I, I don't think that's 32. I think 32 is a different one. Anywho. But I, I never cared for his movies. Of course you wouldn't. You're a basic white bitch. <laughs> oh, hold on. Hello. Hello. How you doing? Oh, we're recording. Oh, okay. So go find something else to do. Yeah, we were, yeah. We're, we're five minutes into it. Oh, okay. You sound so. surprised. She's surprised you can last five minutes. Okay. Mike says you're surprised that I can last five minutes. <laughs> no, you last longer than that. Ew. You heard it first. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. Uh, yeah, you want to swing by uh, the coalition to see if my prescription's ready? Yeah, I can. Ask her how her truck's driving. Mike wants to know how my pickup's driving. Her truck. My pickup. <laughs> Mike's being a bitch right Sarah's now. Sarah's truck. My pickup is driving great. Okay, <laughs> goodbye. I hate both of you. <laughs> Anyways. Um, I don't remember now, but my favorite, I don't know if I have a favorite, favorite serial killer. Who was it? The Green River Killer? That was the one up in Seattle, Washington area. Ted Bundy? Uh, no, Green River was up there too, I think. Wasn't Ted Bundy the one that went across America and he had the, fan, the fans? I don't know if he had fans, but yeah, he started out in Washington and, and then Colorado escaped from prison. Utah, Colorado, yeah, and then went ended up in Florida, Florida. And, and killing all the the chicks in Florida, and then finally get caught. And then he's some chick was like, "Oh, you're innocent, you're innocent," and then like yeah, like the fan base. What about Marilyn Manson or not Marilyn Manson? Uh, no, he's he's got some, <laughs> uh, he's got some issues that we can't talk about. Uh, Marilyn. Uh, Monroe? No. Street? No, who was the one that had the... Who was the... the Charles Manson? Charles Manson, there we go. Sorry, it was close enough. <laughs> I knew it had a vowel in it. All right. Can I buy an A? <laughs> um, People that are really annoying. <laughs> <I don't laughs> Did you ever watch that South Park? No, I haven't. No, never mind. I don't know. I don't want to say that someone, someone's my favorite serial killer because they killed people. Okay, like... But, I'm not saying like your favorite, but like what's <laughs> one that you're most invested in? I got serial card, uh, card, serial card, serial like killer cards? cards. Yeah, I'll trade you two of my hologram John Wayne Gacy's for your Jeffrey Dahmer. I, I guess I don't really know a whole lot about John Wayne Gacy. What was he? What was his spit? Spitch. He killed boys. And so why why backyard. are all these why are these guys killing fucking boys? Like what is it? I, like, I don't remember. Are pedophiles? Yeah, weird. 
or who was the dude that got caught uh, a couple years ago in California for all the murders in California? Because of the DNA thing? Yeah. That might have been the Green River guy. No, it was like the BK. The BTK? Buying, torture, kill? Something like that. He was an ex-cop. I was Googling it. And like the and cops finally figured it out how. and found him. And he had a pot roast on and like he just came out. like He was like in his 70s. And this is all back from like the uh, 80s, 70s and 80s. He killed a bunch of people and he was a cop in L.A., and then moved down to like Sacramento or not down or not Sacramento, uh, San Diego. And they finally caught him. Yeah, it was a big deal. Uh, it's like 30 years later, they finally caught him. 2018 charged. Someone D'Angelo. It says Golden State. Yeah, it's yeah, the, the Golden, Golden State, State killer. killer. Yeah, his son or someone did one of those DNA tests. Yeah. And then, some, then they got flagged that it's been one of their cold cases. Like, this DNA pops up. That's why I don't do 23andMe. <laughs> so, I watch a lot of these murder shows and stuff like Dateline or yeah. Investigation Discovery. As much as I believe these people need to be off the streets, I don't think the cops, when they're interrogating, someone should be able to lie. No. To trick them into a confession. No. I mean... You're guilty, you're guilty, you know. But like when you're like like, oh well, your partner told us this and the partner hasn't said shit to try to get that person to turn, I I would uh, it seems like you're Well, that's the whole problem with like the, the correctional facility or like the the whole judicial system. Yeah, it seems like you're coercing a confession. I guess that's probably exactly what it is. Yeah. But you're lying, but if the other person lies to you, they're gonna get a shitload of trouble. But you can lie to them to try to trick them. Yeah, yeah. Well, welcome to America. It's like watching cops. Like it's so unfair when they pull the helicopter out to do a car chase. Like, come on, give the guy a chance to escape. You guys got radios. <laughs> yeah, the helicopter's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> I learned this in GTA. Just go hide in a parking garage. I don't know, like you know, like. The serial, like, what does it take? Like, three unsolved murders by the same person makes you a serial killer? Is that what it is? Is that their definition? Or two, or something like that? I know it's, it's a very low, low standard. I like how the Jeffrey Dahmer deal, he's like, so, can I get the electric chair then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wanted to die. Ah, this probably isn't doing it. Or isn't what I'm looking for. Um, Yeah, because... I got into some Facebook argument. This is years and years ago, back when I actually thought like my opinion mattered. Yeah. Well, it's still. And so I want to comment on stuff, you know? And then as I got older, I'm like, I'm fucking nobody. No one cares what I have to say. Like, okay. Like I'm not going to get into these comment wars with people, but, uh, keyboard warriors. Yeah. There was something that happened in here. Like, uh, I think it might've been someone at Casper college. Their dad was a professor. They brought a bow and arrow, like a crossbow, to his classroom and shot him and killed him. Really? But there was something about um, mass murders going on. And I, I remember making a comment about you'll never see a mass murder in Wyoming because almost everybody's armed. And this one lady is like, no, there was a, two guys in Cheyenne or at Cody Walmart that had a shootout with each other. So I Googled how many kills you have to have to be for it to be a mass shooting mm -hmm. Two. it was more than two 
Oh, it was like three years. No, it was like four or five. But I'm like, Ooh. I'm like, technically, you're wrong because only one person died. So that's not a mass shooting. That's just two people being idiots. But I don't know how many kills it takes to be a serial killer. That's a better way to word it. That's well considered. I mean, it's like three. That's going to be my guess, three. Hmm. Oh, the unlawful homicide of at least two people. Oh, that's it? Carried out by the same person. Do abortions count then? (laughs) (laughs) Asking for a friend. Does swallowing after a blowjob count? (laughs) Because then you are a mass murderer. (laughs) Uh, On a side note. Baker Mayfield's QBR after four weeks is scarcely believed, uh, believable, 15.3. God, I'm so glad we got rid of him. If he was a serial killer, he'd have some mad stats right now. Right? <laughs> well, what are, what are some, like, the, the not just United States, but, like, what's, like, some of the world's most renowned serial killers? Fuck. So after watching Dahmer, I got into looking, like, at serial killers. Yeah. Because America loves our serial killers, like. Weird. Right? Like, people are, are, they're enamored with them. Like, they want to learn about them. Like, Dahmer, John Wayne Gacy, Ted Bundy, H.H. Yeah. Holmes. Dude, yeah. I, I, I wish they'd come out with, like, a, a more in-depth documentary about H.H. Holmes. Because, like, just, like, the, some of the shit I've seen, like, that fucking motel or that hotel that he built, mm-hmm. like, there's so much more to that fucking story than they're leading on. Yeah. Yeah, well, have you seen other things that they think he might have been Jack the Ripper? Yeah, I've seen that too, but I don't think that's possible because I don't, I don't, just like going off his travel pattern, I don't think he was. I don't know. I, 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 I wish I could figure out who Jack the Ripper was. I mean, is it, that, that's, that's just one of those things, like one of the things that were never un, unsolved. Yeah, but <coughs> are we sure Jack the Ripper actually it was existed? never solved? But, Sorry, I had vodka burp. But Jack the Ripper, like, is that is that legitimate shit, or is that just uh, wives tell to keep fucking people from being pro- or chicks from being prostitutes? You know what I'm saying? That that's my that's that's my dilemma with Jack the Ripper. You think it wasn't real? Uh, kinda. You think it was just a story that they started doing? I kinda, because like prostitution was so bad in that time zone for for uh, England or whatever you want to call it, London. That I, I think that was something to keep fucking chicks from whipping out the clamshell and getting penetrated. Because, like, really, like, the medical records that they have on it, it doesn't really line up. Well, they say there was, like, a, a, they think it was a surgeon. He had medical training. Yeah. So, like, you, I mean, you go ba- you could easily go back through, was there probably, like, a million people in London at the time. They, so you could easily go back through and be like, uh, well, did you go to school for a surgeon? Okay, let's go look at you, look at you, look at you. Because there wasn't that many. Well, they, like, If I remember reading correctly about H.H. Holmes, they, they, they're saying he... Well, he graduated from uh, University of Michigan. But they're saying he was in England during then. And when, when yeah, he wasn't there, the killings weren't going on. Yeah, but he also could have been... Because he was on the run at that time during the Jack the Ripper... So he, c- I like thought I thought that was before he went to uh, Chicago. No, see, I, I took that as he was on the run, 
when Jack the Ripper is going on because he kidnapped that fucking chick's kids. It was on a train and like the daughter, he'd make the daughter write a letter to the mom because he was on that, uh, that uh, uh, life insurance kick. Mm-hmm. Like killing people then taking their life insurance. Yeah. Yeah, I... I don't know. I, I don't know. There's like, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's too many, too many side stories to uh, Jack the Ripper than than just what it is. Yeah, he's more of a folklore thing now. That's what I'm saying. But H. H. Holmes, there's actual documentary documents of him getting on the train and doing this and doing that. Dude, back then you you'd have to be on the boat for six fucking months to get over to London. Right. It's not like you get on a plane and just fly right over. So. Maybe, may, maybe Jack Ripper fucking killed, or maybe H. H. Holmes killing people. But, but like, just like common sense to me says that well, you're on a boat for at least three months, going over, you kill these people, and now you're on a boat for three months. But in that three months, you still have spots where like you can. There's actual evidence you buying tickets to go on the fucking. Because I mean, he changed his name, mm-hmm. you know, all the time. But I don't know. To me, I don't think H. H. Holmes was the Jack the Ripper. I think Jack the Ripper was more of a folk tale to like combat with the prostitution yeah i could be wrong i could be wrong well i i, I got curious the other day because i was looking up serial killers uh listed by how many kills they have yeah and fuck the first american serial killer isn't till ninth on the list and it's not even one of the big ones who's it his name is uss grant samuel little he has 60 confirmed kills or proven victims at a po- and he has a possible 93 victims. But then you go like the number one on the list is someone who was committing murders in Colombia, Ecuador and Venezuela. Louis Louis Garavito. I'm surprised he George, went, George W. Bush ain't on there. He went from 92 to 1999. 193 proven kills. Well, George Bush but could possible have, victims is over 300. George Bush could have over like a million. Yeah, Maybe. but you so it doesn't <laughs> count if you're a president. Right. So let me ask you this. So you look at like the drug the drug wars, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe Chavez didn't pull the trigger, but he ordered the hits. So do you count that body count on him or do you count that on the person pulling the trigger? Person pulling the trigger. Me too, but still Chavez didn't get the, get, get the charge for homicide. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like I can tell you, like, hey, I think that person in that house or there is a piece of shit who deserves to die. And just because I tell you that doesn't well, mean nothing. That, but once you go over there, I'm like, oh, I'm going to kill you. Let's see, because you answered that wrong. That You didn't answer that the way I was expecting you to answer it because it's going to lead into this Hitler, Nazi, Auschwitz. So you want to blame, you wanna blame the, the person with the idea? I'll play devil's advocate. No, 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 no. I don't want to blame the person with the idea. I want to blame the person that's actually pulling the trigger and pulling the switch and allowing all these people to go in these gas chambers and fucking killing them. But yet, we as a society, we look at Hitler and say, you're the fucking horrible person when it was just Hitler being like, hey, you know, guys, maybe we put them in carts and we drive them to the station and we just gas them. But it was never Hitler pulling, pulling the lever. Yeah. You know, so... I'm not saying that Hitler's a good guy by any means. Don't uh, don't twist this up, motherfuckers. I'm just saying 
the dude saying is that orders are coming down, you could have been like, yeah, I pulled the trigger. I, I, I pulled the lever. They're dead. And then let them go. Mm-hmm. So who's the most fucked up one in that situation? I mean, I'm taking or we take Stalin. Take Stalin. Like you, you know that yeah, that person's out of control. But it, they're not physically the one killing the people. Yeah, they're not the ones that were turning on the showers and the gas chambers and stuff. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. So who who's really who's who who is who's the bad guy? I would say Hitler in this situation. But Hitler, we're taking Hitler in this situation. So who's the bad guy? Yeah, I know. Cause you always say Hitler, but you don't know anybody else who was exactly one of the like you. Like you, people might know a couple of big named Nazi generals. People, yeah, but the people that were at Auschwitz or all those places, you know, most people aren't going to know who those were. But they all count all the killings for Hitler. Exactly. So he gets the kill count. Well, like Stalin, like he he killed how many millions of people, but you never hear about the generals and the the people on the ground actually doing performing it. So it makes me wonder, like. The people that actually knew what they were doing and did it anyways, like, what did they have over the top of them that they felt like they needed to do that? Their life. Otherwise, like, Hitler's going to kill you. I, I would much rather give up my life in knowing that I, I could have saved hundreds of thousands of people than pull the, pull the lever. Yeah, but then, okay, this is not to be taken out of context because I, I don't know a better analogy for it's it. It's going to. <laughs> I don't know a better analogy for it. So look at look at Brokeback Mountain. The mo- <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 I'm just saying. Or even Dahmer, like with all the homosexual scenes, you know, stuff like so that. So how do we go from if, Dahmer to, hold on, to Brokeback hold on, Mountain? Hold on. If an actor is like, I feel uncomfortable with this role, I don't want to do it, they're like, Well, you're gonna bring and pay you a million dollars. Like, well, because if you're not going to do it, someone else is going to do it. They'll just recast you. And so it's the same thing like with Hitler. Like, if you're Ooh. not going to kill these people, I'm going to kill you, and I'm still going to get someone to kill them. That, that's a hard connection for me. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Because <coughs> it made sense in my head. Then when I started saying it, like, no, that doesn't work. Because it, it, if I don't agree with, let's say I'm an actor, and they are casting me as some homosexual that gets fucked in the ass up in the Tetons, I, I, I'm not a part of that. I don't believe in that. I don't, I don't, I, I would say no. But to say that you're going to kill somebody, you're going to, you're going to kill me for not doing what you say. I still put, I lay down my life for that. I'm just saying there's still going to be someone next in maybe, line that will do maybe, it. Maybe, maybe. Because really in all, in all actuality, it takes one person to stand up to do what's right. And that, that could be a tidal wave to make sure that, that where everybody else starts doing everything. Well, right. and, and for all we know, there might've been, people in the Nazi party at the concentration camps that did do that. That's very true. That are like, we're not going to do this and they kill them and we never hear about them. That's very true. But I guess before I would, before we took this massive turn, all I was getting at is who's really the bad guy. I don't know. Because to me, it's a dude pulling the lever. It's not Hitler or anybody else. I mean, he's the ill is a bad guy. <laughs> Because really, you could say W was a fucking was a terrorist. He killed millions of innocent people on in the the terrorist war. So did Obama. War, war on terror. 
Obama killed hundreds of thousands. Trump killed thousands. But then is it is it that person or is it the person flying the drone? You know? Well, well okay, so like uh, when Biden had issued that, that war strike when they were doing the pullout in Afghanistan and he killed the six innocent kids that had nothing to do with it because they thought there was a terrorist there and they come to find out there was no terrorist. That's on Biden. Mm-hmm. That's 100% on Biden. That's on Biden and his cabinet. That's all, that, that blood is on their hands. Nobody else's, his cabinet and Biden. Because they had the information and Biden said, pull the fucking trigger. Right. And it, it's, that's a hard thing to. Like, there is no right answer, it seems like. There is, but there isn't. The, the right answer is everybody involved is a fucking bad person. But why give one guy all the credit? Or I should say all the credit, but like all the yeah credit for for all of it when there was multiple people involved. Because mm-hmm. it's just like with the drone strike. I'm sure there's been pilots, or I don't know if you call them pilots, people that control the drones, operators, operators that are like I. I'm sure there's been multiple ones that are like I I can't do this. No, I'm sure there has. And they're like, well, we'll we'll call up Joe. Joe will come do it. Joe does it all the time for us. I. I picked Joe. I didn't mean Joe Biden. I just no, I, see, Joe. I, know, I know what you're saying. But and you're right. You're right. Because they're going to find someone. Yeah, because somebody wants to climb that fucking ladder. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a yes man. And, you know, that's a lot of the problem. But but I think that we need to spread the criticism equally. Yes. Yes. I, I mean, honestly, until until I said it there, I've never thought about it. But there there could have been people in the concentration camps like, I don't agree with this. I'm sure there and, were. And we'll never hear about it. I'm sure there were. I'm sure there was more people that said, nah, you're fucking retarded. Uh, this is too much. And then... At least you hope so. You hope for the yeah. good in people. Well, you know, that, that, I think that's a problem with us as a, as a hu- human race, that we expect the best of the best to come out to rise to the top, but when it doesn't, we just mass blanket the worst. Mm-hmm. You know? But, like, I don't know, like, Jeffrey Dahmer, you know, in like the what is it, episode five where his dad writes a letter to the judge. I really think because like when he when the judge is coming down saying, "Oh, good good thing for you today is your lucky day," like was that was that during the fair? No, that was after the fair. That's when he yeah. when he raped the uh, molested the the fifteen year old Korean kid. And, it, and they're, they're like, that's just a boy. And he's like, no, it's my roommate or whatever. My boyfriend. No, he, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer says, I'm trying to, take, I was just, I just want to take pictures of him. I didn't molest him. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. <laughs> but then uh, the dad stood up because the dad couldn't speak English very well. This, the, he had a son. The judge said, because one of the kids come up and, and uh, translate. And the judge is like, I've heard enough, heard enough. And, you know, back then, 60s, 70s, I guess that would have been 80. That was 81, wasn't it? It was late. It was. I, I thought Jeffrey Dahmer was a lot later than what it was, but it was. No, I mean, he was sure. caught in like ninety one or ninety two. Yeah, I'm pretty sure when he was charged with the molestation of that kid, it was eighty one. So in eighty one, there was still this fucking racist bias uh, on Asian people or anybody. I mean, so I think a lot of the fucking killings are on the judge's hand. Yeah, they had him, and they they could have put him away and not. Not no, worry no, about not it. Only put him away, but like you know, he, so he like killed like five people be- before that. 
So in that five people that he killed, yeah, he should have been punished for that. But the judge could have stepped in and be like, hey, you know, let, let's get you some counseling. Let, let's let's figure some shit out. Let's get you in rehab. When, the, like, you know, the dad was was asking for for the judge to send him to rehab. And then when the dad goes, did you get any help? Did anybody talk to you? Did you get anything? He's like, no, I got to spend most of the time on my alone, which was the best part. Mm-hmm. And that's what's fucked up with, with our correctional facility. Uh, facility with the judicial system they don't offer no help i mean i've been in jail several times and they never ever come around and say hey you're in here for a dui well, how about we send you to to aa come go to aa with us and let's start there no they they, they they bring around books feed you three meals and that's it they don't give a shit because you're a fucking dollar sign to them my my closest closest experience to jail is 60 days in <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i did I did 30 days in, but you got raped a lot. No, but uh, I hear that I'm someone's bitch, <laughs> but it, it just like they're not they're not there to re- like the whole entire point of the, the correction facilities is to rehabilitate you to be a better member of society. And you don't get any of that. Yeah, but I think once your brain starts going that dark, I don't think well, there that, is, that's I don't that's like, fine, I don't but, there but is any rehabilitation. OK, so but. Like maybe pedophiles. Maybe, maybe not Jamie, Jeffrey Dahmer pedophile situations, but like there's a lot of other people out there that could be like that first time they got caught doing something, you know, like jerking off in public. You, you could send a counselor in there and talk to, and have a counselor talk to him. And like, and like, so you're in there for five years. Five years of counseling for somebody like that could change everything. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying like you fuck little boys or little kids or little girls that, that they're, you're worth saving. I'm just saying that there's opportunities in the correction facility when you're there that long that somebody can step in and prob- and 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 save some lives. Yep. Yep, I watched a documentary about this girl. She was like the like she was 6 and she had to go to a psychiatrist about cuz she was she was adopted and her brother was adopted. They weren't blood siblings and she got pregnant. No. No, I mean, she was like doing these interviews with a psychi- psychiatrist about how she wanted to kill her family and everything like that. And they're talking like this late 70s, early 80s, and how she wants to see them bleed. She wants to stab them. She was taking kitchen knives and hiding them under a pillow and stuff like that. And now they show they talk about her as an adult, and she's like out like talking about how she used to be and how she like helping other people get through that. And like it was it was really cool to hear. That this girl did turn her life around. Yeah, but that's very rare. It is. It's extremely rare, especially for the whole we're putting people in, but in prison, and we're expecting them not to become better drug dealers or better pedophiles or better this or better that, when there's no help to 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 derail them becoming better at what they got went to jail for. Mm-hmm. Even when I got sent to rehab. For my third DUI, I had to go to rehab. I was court ordered, went to rehab, and dude, I be- I became a better fucking alcoholic. Learned how to hide it better. Learned how to hide it better. Learned how to drive better. Learned how to fucking do all kinds of shit better. I didn't get no help. It's like you see those videos about Dare about how it taught kids yeah. about drugs and how yeah. to hide them and stuff like that. Really, is all they took from it. And that, that that's uh, that's what it was. Like even in jail, when when I was in jail, like it was, yeah. Here's what I went in for. I was like, oh, I never fucking thought of that. So if I'd have done this and done that and do what he said, fuck, I would never be in here. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's just, 
You go in as a low-level fucking drug dealer, and you come out as a fucking mogul. I think it's insane. Get that commissary, man. <laughs> Suck dick for a little coke. <laughs> I wouldn't last in jail. I'd be someone's a bitch so fast. Oh, Gillette's jail is fucking easy. I would. They would take my own leg off and rape me with it. I bet. Nah, it's it's nothing like that. Uh, well, Gillette jail. Well, I mean, jails are nothing like that. It, it's pretty much. I'm here doing my time. You're here doing your time. Fuck off. Don't fucking talk to me. Okay, cool. It's it's not like what you see on TV. I used to work with a guy in the oil field that uh, he said he was in Leavenworth for a while. I don't oh. remember what he was saying he was doing, but he's like, like they, they let us do whatever he wanted in there. He was like, I was, I was making so much money in jail. I imagine the bigger, like the bigger states, jails like you know, like New York or Los Angeles, Chicago, you know, the bigger Denver. I bet you those are a little bit different than what I went through. But what I went through is just like. You say that you say that a fucking Motel Six is what it was. The the jail in Douglas, they built this whole new whole new jail facility, and they keep on adding on to it because they take prisoners from Colorado yeah. and charge charge for the fee of holding this person. Well, that's all it is is a money grab. Mm-hmm. That's all jails are now. Prisons are now. It's just a money grab, and I'm just saying that because I went through it. I'm just saying that because that's what it is. You get caught with a little bit of weed in your pocket and you're off to jail for six months. That's just fucking stupid. Yeah, fucking weed. Ain't shit. Well, just wait. It's gonna it's gonna it's it's gonna be le- it's gonna be federally legal here soon. And then you're gonna have weed federally legal, and then you're gonna have psilocybin federally legal, and then it's gonna be we'll be Ar- we'll be Argentina here before long. Well you're all for legalizing everything, right? Yeah, just like but have safe sp- safe spaces to well, do it. <clears throat> okay, so uh, Peru or no, was it Peru? Peru or Argentina? One of the two. They legalized all the drugs. Amsterdam had, has all legal drugs. But what they found when they legalized all the drugs, like everything from weed to coke to heroin to all of it, every every last bit of it. They actually found that the user rate dropped by like 30% and it continued to drop by like 2 or 3% every year after that. And then like the people that were that were hardcore like heroin addicts, heroin's one of the harder drugs to fucking kick. So people that were heroin addicts, they would act, end up going to a state-sponsored store, which I don't agree with, but they go to a state-sponsored store, buy their heroin, do the heroin there, people would be there to watch them. And then at the end of it, or before, they'd offer them, like, you know, hey, are you tired of doing this? You know, because if you didn't have the money to do it and you show up there, they weren't going to give it to you. So they'd be like, are you tired of doing this? Are you tired of living like this? Yes, no, yes. If they showed yes, hey, we've got this program to the government that's going to say, we'll, we'll, we'll send you to rehab. We'll, we'll get you right. And they've, they've seen such a drop-off of drug use and abuse and deaths that there, it's really not a problem anymore with all the drugs legal. Ron Paul once said, if heroin was legal today, and he was talking to this in front of a bunch of conservatives who probably the only more, worst drug they ever did was suck dick for coke. That's not the one in office right now, right? No, that's, that's Ron Paul. Okay. Ron Paul said into a, a, an audience, he goes, if, if 
heroin or coke were legal today, how many of you would go out and start using coke or heroin? And not a fucking person raised their hand. And that's just it. So if you legalized all of it, somebody like me, I'd probably be like, I want to try some LSD. I want to try some uh, acid. I want to try some... uh, uh, all all the psychedelics. I want to try all them, just because that's who I am. I that I like because I've done mushrooms and I, and I like mushrooms. I like what they. I like the way I feel on mushrooms. I like the, the ideas I get off mushrooms. I like how when I come down off mushrooms, like how much better of a human being that I am because I, like I, it just changes. It changes me for four or five months. Like it makes me a happy person. I like to do it my 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 mushrooms and ranch, but. Oh, different mushrooms. Yeah. Gotcha. But psychedelics uh, psychedelics have their place. Heroin has its place. Meth has its place. Coke has its place. Yeah, and the CIA, for them to do MK Ultra. <laughs> well, no, they, they stuff all that shit in the <coughs> inner cities so that way they're locking up fucking black people and taking away dads away from kids and giving them lifetime sentences <laughs> for some stupid shit. How'd we get in this mess? I don't know how we got here. We got here because you fucking took the dad, the dad out of the picture. Exactly. But if they were to legalize all the drugs, every last bit of it, and they were to not tax it. No. Hold on. You got to tax it. Hold on. If they were not to tax it like at a 50% to where, if they, if, if they were not to tax it at a 50% or where they still had a black market still available, because like even still now in Denver, you can buy weed cheaper buying it off the streets than you can at a store where it's safe. Did you know there's weed butter now? No. I did not. I heard about it the other day. Anyways, so if they were not to tax it, like, tax it really stupidly and, and keep it to where it's cheaper than buying it on the streets, your drug cartels in Mexico aren't coming up to the United States no more. China's not coming in no more. Japan's not coming anymore. Iran's not coming anymore. Afghanistan, because Afghanistan has one of the largest uh, opiate fucking fields in the world. You're not getting all that. You're you're getting you're getting the drugs that are that are clean and safe. Coke is not gonna have fentanyl in it anymore. It's gonna be safer and cleaner for everybody. And then you then you, at the end of the day, when people come in like they they gotta have their fix. If they can't have their fix, uh, hey, here's a rehab. We'll send you to. And it's paid for because of the taxes that we made off these drugs, for people like me that was just want to do some shrooms. I, see, and I. I, I don't see hard drugs being legalized. I would say I would say legalize weed across the country and tax the shit out of it like Obama did with cigarettes. No, see that's the problem with like Obama taxed the shit out of cigarettes and yet you're still starting you're still seeing a higher rate of teens using vapes and cigarettes. They're still gonna buy it. Exactly. But, so so why, why why tax it to a point where it's it's so it it because uh, his thing was well, it, it, we're going to make it to where it comes down to where they want to put a tank of gas in their car or buy a pack of cigarettes. They're going to get both. They're going to get both. So whether you want them to go rob somebody to get their cigarettes or put a tank of gas in their car, they're going to get both. So why not just make it to where it, it's financially available to most people because the people that are really hardcore into it don't have the means to, to continue their habit. Yeah, I, I don't want to finance someone's coke habit. You're not, if, you, but if, you're not financing anybody's coke habit. Well, if the government's paying for it. No, you're they're, saying they're, they're paying for it. and They're paying for it, but then when you come, when you show up to one of these fucking state-owned stores, we'll call it a state-owned store. You know I don't like that. But you're showing up to a state-owned store for, for drugs, and you say, I, I, need a, 
I need a eight ball of, of heroin. And they're like, okay, it's 50 bucks. And they're like, I'll suck your dick. And they're like, say, no, hey, I got this rehab that I'll send you to because the tax taxes off all these drugs that we've been selling will pay for you to go to rehab for a year, two years, three years, whatever it takes to get you right. What if we paid for, the, like, what if we actually paid them for completing rehab? No. What if, it, that, if that was an incentive for them to want to get clean? No, because I'll, I'll relapse and go right back. You think? Fuck yeah, dude. If you paid me to say, hey, Kyle, you're, you drink too much. We're going to pay you to go to rehab. And when you get out, we'll pay you X amount of dollars. All right. Yeah, but would I you? Relapse. Yeah, but would you want to go through the detoxing stuff all over again? It's like, not that bad. For heroin, it might be. Uh, no, because I was pretty hardcore hooked to oxys. That's pretty much as close as you're gonna get to heroin. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't go to rehab for for oxys, but I I was when I burned my leg, I got a running prescription for uh, oxy patches. So what we do is we take the stickiness off the the patch. And we put it on the top of the roof of our mouth because you got all them blood veins, mm-hmm. blood vessels in your mouth. And we put the oxy patches up on top of your mouth. And dude, you'd be fucking high as a goddamn motherfucking kite. Oh, it's like when I when I stopped smoking and chewing and I switched to, to Zin, I kept on putting it in my bottom lip. I'm like, I don't, I'm not feeling shit. And then one day I was bored at work, so I had nothing to do. So I read the back of the can and they said put it in your upper lip. So I stuck it in my upper lip and instantly I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> I well, yeah, feel because, it now. Because uh, your lip scar- scars tighter. over. Well, it scars over. Does it? See, I feel like I have a pretty deep pocket in my lower lip from when I used to chew. Yeah, see, like, I'll chew a can of Copenhagen a day, but out of that can, I probably get maybe two or three really good, like, nicotine. When I feel Highs. Like, yeah. But normally, if I put it in my top lip, it fucks me up, but I don't get the same... I don't get the same feeling as it being in my bottom lip, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, these, the Zen pouches, when bottom lip, you don't feel much. Upper lip, though, just because it's so much tighter, you really feel it well, when you fresh. get in there. It's, it's fresh meat. Not well anymore. It's been a couple years now. I've been doing Zen. <laughs> I'll drop it down the lower lip, but it'll be the same thing. Yeah, it might be. But I can't do that because then that'll go into the other podcast that I can't change my routine. Oh, that's right. I got to stay in my, in my habits. How, but, so how do we get to drug use in uh, Jeffrey Dahmer? From, from Hitler. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it, there, There's a lot of studies that there's a lot of different drugs out there that do a lot of good for people. And we're still tied up into one dude back in 1865, I believe. Because of the hemp wars? The hemp wars. That is always my... There's schedules to drugs. Mm-hmm. Like, I... I would I would love to try weed just for my fucking nerve pain because my nerve pain is out of control. I wish I could. Yeah. But I I bet you you'd probably be better off trying mushrooms for your nerve pain. Dead serious. I don't even know where to buy drugs. Uh, <laughs> like uh-oh. it turns out one of my friends I used to hang out with, like before I, I met my wife and everything, that we used to always go play golden tea together. No, not even him. No, it was one of his friends. It was, like, he was there all the time. Apparently, he's a drug dealer. I didn't know. But the guy know, knew me so well, he's like, I know you're, I'm not gonna, I know you're not going to buy from me, so I'm not going to mention it to you. The, the, the problem with, with uh, marijuana and nerve pains is that it heightens your senses to everything. 
whereas mushrooms kind of dull everything to where you're just kind of like in your own little bubble. Blocks it out. Yeah. So people that use marijuana for, for pain, like pain control, with like at a point it's good, but as soon as you cross over that that point, like it, you, it's intense. It, it's intensified, so it's worse. So then you're like, like if you use it too much. No, just taking too much at once. Like, mm-hmm. so there's been times where I've taken edibles and thinking like you know trying to sleep, and I take too many edibles, and like all of a sudden like because I got bad shoulders, and like all is of it sudden, from is it from carrying this podcast? Uh, no, it's from <laughs> this big dick that I jerked <laughs> off. No, but like. So I got to have my right shoulder replaced. I got my left shoulder is about there at the same. But when I take too many edibles, like it is it, like the pain is so, so much more intense. Really? But, when, but when I eat shrooms, like there's no pain whatsoever. Like there's none. But I also tell Sarah, like, she's like, you drink too much. I'm like, yeah, you're right. But if I could, if, if shrooms or marijuana were legal, I would never touch this shit again. Mm-hmm. I'd much rather have my boys eat shrooms or smoke weed than ever drink. From what I've heard, like when if if you have edibles or or smoke a joint, like you, you're not gonna have a hangover. You know, to a like point. You, you don't. To you, a point. You're not fucked up like the next day. Well, no, but but you'll you'll, you'll be fucked up until it's out of your system. Mm-hmm. So if you smoke enough, you'll you'll be fucked up for a couple of days. Well, see, and that's why, I, like I say, like. Legal, legalize weed, tax the shit out of it like cigarettes because you're still going to get it. Like th- Then the government w- will get their money out of it, but then you're still going to have jobs like the railroads, like the mines, like the oil field. Jobs like that be like, hey, cool, it's legal. Don't come to work with it. Sam, with you um, legalizing it, but not taxing the shit out of it. I say tax it. Someone's gonna If they're no. going to do it, they're going to do it, tax it. No. They because, tax cigarettes. No, because, I'm, I'm, because I'm still... I'm still butthurt about taxing cigarettes. No, because if you tax it so much and you allow the black market to still survive, then, then they, you're, you're have a bunch of problems. Then, then, then they're going to go to the street and buy yeah. the stuff that isn't as good and quality. Then, then you're still with the fucking drug cartel and everything else. So you make it legal. You tax it as a food because that's what it is. You tax it just like no different than you do your spices and be done with it. Five percent. You ever watch that Tom Cruise movie American Made? I haven't for no, I don't think I ever have. It's a true story about the CIA recruiting this guy in the eighties or seventies to go down to Mexico and South America to buy drugs and buy South drugs and bring them up. And then who is that? Who is that big drug lord then? Is that Chavez? I think it was. I think it's but they, well, some, there, there's some big a drug drug cartel guy. There, there's there's a documentary on Netflix. Pedro? There's a documentary on Netflix where they have where they break down Mexico into threes into three groups. So you have everything on the west coast to like I don't west know side. Uh, Cancun, and then you have central Mexico, and then you have the Mexican side on the east side. But all three of them, the way they're like one side can grow weed really good, one side can't grow weed very good, but the other side can grow weed fairly well but then one side has the connection to Pablo Escobar sorry that's oh yeah. that's the name out the cartel guy just came to me well he was Central America okay but then you had one side that could get all the Colombian cocaine I think that was Pablo so he left the weed alone but then uh, the west side 
west side of Mexico was trying to get into the coke deals, and that started a big old war. And that led into the Americans, and I don't know. It was a good, uh, it was a doc- good documentary. So you you would like American Made because of I know you hate Reagan. Well, I don't. I, I shouldn't say I hate Reagan. I just hate his his policies and the fact that his uh, second term that Nancy was running the show. Well, and that's what this is. Um, so they were doing their just say no thing. And Tom Cruise is supposed to be an undercover. He's not even a CIA agent, just someone they hired and like, hey, you go do this for us, you know? Yeah. And then I don't know if this is real life or not because we were kids at the time mm-hmm. when this would have happened. But Ronald Reagan fucking blows his cover on live TV and like, here's one of our informants with Pablo Escobar because they had hidden cameras in the plane taking because, pictures. Because Ronald Reagan, towards the end of his, his uh, presidency in the second term, he was su- suffering from severe dementia. Yeah, he got really bad, didn't he? Kind of like what we're seeing now. But also, Ronald Reagan, he believed so much in that fight in Mexico that he had to bring in crack cocaine into the inner cities and sell it to provide the weapons. So it was, he was fighting a war to stop the crack epidemic but yet still supporting the crack e- epidemic. That sounds like legalizing it. It's the same thing. Yeah, but he was locking people up for life and taking away dads out of homes. I, I worked with the guy in the oil field, and he said he used to be a, a meth maker. That's not a meth cook. And yeah. he was like, once I went to jail and I started seeing how bad this product I made affected other people, like they weren't the same people that he sold to, you know, mm-hmm. but just people that were addicted to meth and like seeing how they are and knowing that in some way I, I contributed to that. He's like, I, once I was in jail and saw that, I was like, never again. Like, well, I, I don't want to do that to people. That, that's a very rare story. Really? It, it really is. I'm so glad we were talking about serial killers and we got into drugs. It went way off topic. Well, you know, that's how we always go, though. Yeah, it is. We have a plan, and then swerve. Here's the off ramp. Let's take this one. <laughs> <laughs> you picture that meme when I said it. Which one? The meme of the car swerving through the off ramp. Oh, yeah, Never mind. yeah. The Never one, mind. The, the, the one in the fucking Monte Carlo. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Let's stay on silly killer topics. We've been talking about this one forever. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. And drugs. <laughs> I don't know. Like, they, I think the United States has really put themselves in the back nine on this whole topic, on this whole subject. I think they've really done themselves a disservice by doing what they did in the 1940s or 1876 to start off with, and then back in the 1930s, scheduling all these drugs as class one felonies it should never have been like that i i listen to a lot of great gut filled stuff and yeah. he's kind of the same way as you he's like just fucking legalize it all let let everyone be in charge of it then the dealers won't be there they won't but they won't be there unless you are going to tax it to the fucking point where it's not does not make financial sense to go buy it from somebody off the street to go buy the cheap stuff yeah he's, he's like buy the fentanyl buy the pills and have it and like have professionals. So so this would be the only it, time still. this would be the only time you ever hear me say that government regulations it will be good. <laughs> Dead serious. This would be the only time you ever hear that. Because right now 
like if, if they were to legalize it, then there needs to be government regulations on it because there's no reason why people should be dying doing coke because it has fentanyl in it. And why 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 would you cut coke with fentanyl? Because that, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like why would to me that it makes no sense. Like cutting coke with fentanyl, they're not out to kill their fucking customers. They're out to get their customers high and addicted. It's not they to kill. They, they you, want, you want repeat customers. <laughs> exactly. So why why are they cutting it with fentanyl, which is, is mind-baffling to me. But I'm, I'm that's also why, not... That's why it's probably like a China or something. Well, I'm also not a drug dealer. So well, they, well, they say it's like a China war, like China's trying to eh. to kill our people. But I don't... China's doing a good enough job of killing themselves. All right. And they always have those... Uh, con- they have concentration camps that are going on right now that no one ever talks about. Oh, the weird camps? Yeah. Yeah, weird. Yeah, they they never talk about that. Everyone knows they're there, but everyone just lets them do what, what they're going to do. But once we found out Hitler was doing it, we had to go stop it. But now no one cares. It's not so much that nobody cares. It's just not mainstream anymore. It, it was there for a couple months. But then COVID happened, which the whole Uyghur camps and then COVID happening. Wiener camps? Uyghur. The Uyghur. What's a Uyghur? They are the Muslim... Uh, sect of the China government or the China people, they're like oh. Muslims. So I knew it was Muslims getting enslaved, but I know there was a name for them. Yeah, they call them the Uyghurs, not the other one. Yeah, the other way. <laughs> but then again, you also have in Libya, you have sex trafficking going on, broadcasted on YouTube. Really? Yeah. You can you can get on YouTube and watch a live auction to buy yourself a sex slave. Is it YouTube or is it dark web stuff? YouTube. I like how, I, I like I like how YouTube will cancel politicians, not air their stuff, or yeah. that's more Facebook. But still, social well, you, media. You, you can get on Facebook and look up uh, sex slaves. Pretty easy. Don't you love it when you share a photo you found on Facebook, then you get banned from Facebook? Like, where do you think I found it, Mark? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, you think I was really digging around in the dark web looking for it? <laughs> Dumbass. I found it because of you, Zuckerberg. I, I found one I need to show you. Remind me. Uh, I kind of want to see it now. Well. I found it. one I found one I wanted to show you, but I'm like, I don't want any trail of this one coming back to me. I really don't care. Me running for political office, maybe someday, but... Me run for political office in the next five years, probably not going to happen. It'll still, five years, it'll still be saved. Well, yeah, I'll have it on my phone. They'll be like, we hacked your phone. We found all these, these memes. You're like, oh, like, cool. I lost, <laughs> I lost a couple of those. Can I have them? <laughs> you want to you text those to me? Because they're <laughs> fucking hilarious. I don't know, dude. Like, I'll be really surprised to see what happens in the next, see what we are, two years into Biden. So in the next two years, it'd be really interesting to see what happens. God, yeah, Biden, Biden can't die. I think we're gonna have another. We, I think we'll have another serial killer that's mainstream here soon. See, but no. well, there, there's one in Stockton, supposedly. Supposedly, but I don't. The next two years, Biden has to live another two years. We can't live two years under Kamala. Sure we can. She just called North Korea our allies. So? So did Biden, or so did Trump. Yeah, Trump sucked too. 
But, <laughs> but, but she was so dumb, she meant South Korea, and she was saying North Korea. Oh, so what's the difference between now and what's the difference between we have now and her? Nada. But what I'm saying is, we're gonna have some serial killers coming out here pretty quick. Because it's what '80s was the last really good serial killer we had. Um, no. '90s. The biggest the the ki- serial killer with with the most kill counts got caught in '99. Okay, '99. So that's 20 years. Here's one from 2000. He got caught in 2010. 78 confirmed, 83 possible. Okay, so by just going, just 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 thinking, just by the biometrics. Holy fucking shit! Sorry, this one guy was only active for one year. Fifty confirmed kills. Nice. Like, damn, man. <laughs> Is that in the United States? No, Russia. Oh, well, Soviet yeah. Union. Yeah. So by your biometrics. Every ten years, we should have, we should have a good serial killer. So we're due for one. We're, mi- we're yeah, we're missing out on one. We need yeah. one for our generation. What are you doing later? <laughs> <laughs> I need witnesses. I need an alibi. You know what that, Mike? I'll drink to that. Cheers, buddy. <laughs>